playing the Radical Latino Show. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands in the air for New York's very own. Latino is taking you to another level. my people welcome back to another episode of the radical latino show it's your host the radical latino what is popping my people i hope everybody's doing well in this monday 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 beautiful monday beautiful february of monday morning afternoon night you know what i'm saying whenever you guys are hearing it or Whenever you guys are, you know, downloading this episode, I hope everything is going well. I want to give a huge shout out to all the new subscribers on YouTube and all the new subscribers on the podcast. I got 700 subscribers on YouTube. Shout out to all of y'all. I also got another 500 subscribers on the podcast. That's through Google, Apple, uh, Spotify, all of that combined are all, you know, 500 something. So shout out to everybody this platform right here is growing exponentially so i just want exponentially can i spell that anyway yeah <laughs> huge shout out to all of y'all huge shout out to all my the new people everybody listening to this podcast everybody uh you know wanting to be awoken wanting this empowerment you know what i'm saying shout out to all of y'all I couldn't have done it without you guys. I am growing super, not fast, but I am growing at a rate where I'm comfortable with, that I'm happy with. You know, um, I'm growing at a rate where, you know, now I actually found, it's kind of funny, I actually found two people listening to my podcast, like in the streets and shit. And I'm like, I'm like over there, you know, I'm like, oh shit, shout out to y'all. You know what I'm saying? You know, um, I want to give a huge shout out to, I forgot your name, bro, but some dude in Brooklyn, he called me during the weekend, you know what I'm saying? So, um, big shout out to you. He just called me out of nowhere. I thought he was a cop or some shit. You know what I'm saying? He just called me, you know, like that number that I always post, you know what I'm saying? And he just wanted to give a, a shout out and all that and just chop it up real quick. So shout out to you, bro. You know, hope everything is going well. You know what I'm saying? Also, um, if you guys want to contribute to the podcast, if you guys like everything you heard, everything that you hear, remember I got a cash app. You could donate at dollar sign radical Latino or go to my website, radicallatino.com forward slash donate. And you could donate to the podcast and all proceeds, half of it, half of all proceeds are gonna not only go for the podcast to make this thing grow, but also it will go to a nonprofit organization that I will, you know, post on social media what I donated and who I donated to. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to you guys. So far it's been going up and up and up and up. You guys haven't told me what organization to donate to, so I'm gonna do it. But also if you guys don't wanna donate anything monetarily, you guys can always do, um, donate by giving your feedback and sharing it, going to Google or Apple and just rating the podcast, thumbing up if this is on YouTube, subscribing and all that. So hopefully, you know, I give you guys some value. You know what I'm saying? So I want to first 
start off by um, besides you know saying all of that you know to you guys you know shout out to all the new people and stuff um you know i was i've been working on a documentary which i'm like not keeping in the back burner but i am you know still working on slowly but surely because it's only me that that's doing everything you know what i'm saying with me being busy and you know running around doing what i gotta do i'm also you know doing this on the side so it's gonna take a while you know what i'm saying um percentage like some people are actually telling me yo how far are you in this documentary and percentage complete to be completely honest i'm not gonna you know bullshit nobody to be completely honest percentage complete i'm gonna say like 15 percent you know what I'm saying? 15% complete because I'm still doing some finishes touches on the on the script since I had to like backpedal and do everything, you know, uh, you know, different. You know what I'm saying? But let's move on to the first topic of the show. Um this the races of the week. <laughs> the races of the week. So they there was a Mexican dude, right? Um, there was a school meeting, right? Because a bunch of um, kids were complaining that there's racism, you know, within that school. So there was a meeting for it, and within a couple of minutes, the all the kids, uh, you know, all the all, all the all the kids' complaints became verified due to one individual. So I'm gonna pause it. I'm gonna let you guys hear the news clip right quick, all right? A meeting about racism in a Michigan school erupts when Adrian Iriola, who immigrated from Mexico in the 1980s, was interrupted as he described his son's experience. I went to his bedroom to say goodnight and he was crying because of the abuse that he was enduring in this school system. And why did you stay in Mexico? That's indicative of what these kids are experiencing. That's indicative of what our kids are experiencing. Comments like that. And that's no, he's sharing a story right now. And that's indicative of what our kids are experiencing. Parents in shock. They turn their ire to the parent who asked the question as Iriola tries to hand the mic over and let the man speak. The meeting was to address racial issues in the school district after a group of black football players was targeted with racial slurs on Snapchat. One of those football players' fathers was the first to come to Iriola's defense. I had a natural reaction, which was to stand up and confront him. Um, but by and large, everybody was supportive. There was lots of tears, lots of remorse, and, and I think it was an awakening for those people that were unaware that racism exists. The offending parent eventually takes the mic to make this point. Try being white and walk in a black neighborhood, see what happens. And like these, uh, this incident where somebody made a little tweet, okay, nobody was hurting that. You know, that, nobody got hurt and that was done off, off campus. After the meeting, Iriola told us the incident felt like an old wound being reopened. Now, the man who spoke up in there and made that comment, his son actually put out a post on Facebook distancing himself from his dad. And you're seeing it up there in which he actually says his views of hate in no way represent my own. Mm. That is the man's son that put that out. This is an overwhelmingly white district. Uh, the kids have been complaining about this for quite some time. And the complaint now 
was confirmed. They're saying this is the type of stuff we are subjected to often. And so it happened on camera. Maybe we all can take a moment and take it in. I don't think any of us are surprised that somebody in the country maybe has that attitude. But a lot of people are shocked that he was so cool and comfortable and open and about it. doing it. But, uh, all right, so you guys heard that news clip. You guys saw what, heard, I'm sorry, heard what happened. You guys probably even saw the news clip on YouTube or whatever the case is, right? So the whole thing started off because a group of black football players found a bunch of racist Snapchats towards them and that's the reason for the town hall, hold meeting and all that, right? Now, let me tell you guys something real quick. When that man right there, when that white supremacist right there said, why don't you go back to Mexico? That right there, mind you, this is supposed to be a black thing. This is supposed to be a place where they're talking about racism within black people experiencing these type of things. And he went on and said, because a Latin person said, you know what? My kids are also experiencing the same goddamn thing from these other students from all these other little white supremacists in training and he felt he felt attacked he said listen i am a white supremacist and i believe on my beliefs why don't your ass go back to mexico that's a white supremacist way of saying go go back you know obviously go back to your country and i'm also dog whistling to everybody for them to know who I am. Now, this is the thing. A lot of those people were acting, okay? There was a lot of actors in that room. Let's be completely honest. There was a lot of actors in that room. All the white people, they believe, most of them believe exactly what he's talking about, how he's talking about, believe exactly what he believes in. The thing is, they weren't bold enough to act upon their beliefs. That's all. And this white supremacist act upon his belief. That's all it was. He act upon his belief. And everybody was so fake. Oh my God, you need to leave. Let's be completely honest, people. Let's be completely honest. Most of them, I'm not gonna say the majority, but most of them believe exactly, they were, oh, they were faking. You know what I'm saying? Most of them, they 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 felt the same way because if that wasn't the case if all of them were super woke they know their status in life they know where they belong in the system you know that they created and they're fully aware of this don't you think they will be the first ones to go up and change the shit you know what i'm saying let's be completely honest White people created white supremacy and they are the ones that will dismantle it. Let's be completely honest. You really think they wouldn't want to dismantle it right now? Come on, they could dismantle it in 15 minutes by the next. Listen, if white, all white folks got together and they wanted to get, uh, get white supremacy the fuck out of here, they could do it in one day. You know what I'm saying? They could all do it in one day. Let's be completely honest. This is the system that they created. You know what I'm saying? So there was a lot of actors in that, but this goes to show for all my Latin people to wake the fuck up. Okay. Wake the fuck up. This was a town hall school meeting 
based on the racism of black kids. And this white supremacist said, not only am I targeting and I'm accepting to tar the target of black students, but I'm also accepting the targeting of Latin students. They see us the same, my people. If this isn't indicative of how they see us the same, then I don't know what is. Know what I'm saying? I don't know what is. Now, the thing is, he tried to defend his bullshit by saying, try being a white guy walking down a black neighborhood. That is the most famous white supremacist saying out here. Listen, no white person ever, ever goes down a black neighborhood unless they're strapped because they're the police or they want some drugs. Let's be completely honest. That's the only two times a white person will ever go down a so-called quote-unquote black neighborhood because to be completely honest, there's no such thing as a black or Latin neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? There's no such thing as that. There's impoverished, economically impoverished neighborhoods. That's what it is. And so, and so, um, you know, and coincidentally, all this impoverished neighborhoods are supposed, you know, are all black. Holy shit. They so happen to all be black. All these impoverished fucked up neighborhoods. I wonder why. Is it because black people can't figure it out? They can't, um, you know, uh, get themselves up from their bootstraps. You know what I'm saying? Like, is, is it something like that? Or is it a system that was created to put them in that type of position and every other system around them, the nine areas of activity within people are doing everything in their power to make sure that system stays in place. Maybe it's that, you know what I'm saying? Maybe it's that, but they don't really point out to all the black folks that actually are working hard and doing what they gotta do and live in these communities um, that are stand-up, upright citizens. You know, they don't really point at that. They always gotta point at the negativity of every community. You know what I'm saying? So let's come on, let's be, let's keep it real. But that goes to show the white supremacy and racism that you know we face, black and Latin people. You know what I'm saying? There's no difference. This is my main message from the start. There was no difference ever, ever, ever within the white supremacy and how we are treated and how we are viewed. You know what I'm saying? So that, that basically that proves everything that I've been talking about right then and there. You know what I'm saying? Like that proves everything, you know? And, and the thing is, and the thing is that this guy's this guy's son right this guy's son goes out and denounces his bullshit he goes out and denounces his 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 father's bullshit and i don't believe it i'm gonna tell you right now i don't believe it the reason why is because he was getting so much backlash that his family had to do something his family or oh, and 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 you know his kids, they had to do something saying, listen, you're right, lived your life and you believe what you believe in. I believe it too, but I still have to protect myself. So let me put this little bullshit statement out there saying that your views don't represent me and you, whatever you do is, or whatever you think isn't what I thinking isn't 
embedded and viewed it like you know um connected to me so you know i'm gonna just put that shit out there and let 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 the public decide you know what i'm saying now let's get the fuck up out of here he views the same uh, he views black and latin people the same way his father does that's probably where you know how he got the way he got he's probably one of these kids that was out here saying that racist shit in them snapchat you know messages you know what i'm saying so let's keep it real man let's keep it 100 percent real let's let's cut the buffoonery and bullshit you know what i'm saying let's keep it real whenever it comes to these white supremacists wannabes white supremacists and white supremacists in training you have to keep an eye open on these people you have to keep an eye open on these people regardless if they're all springs of white supremacists they are embedded with that ideology okay nobody um nobody in their right mind will come out in the front from a relationship from a white supremacist all saying no that's not true you're gonna have some bigotry inside your head you know what i'm saying you nobody comes out 100 percent. you're gonna come out looking like the goddamn joker you know what i'm saying so let's keep it real I'm saying don't let don't buy that bullshit that he's dissing himself and denouncing all that other stuff. Nah, let's get the fuck up out of here with that shit. I'm saying now moving on to my next topic of Kobe. Um, so I, I, uh, basically talked about it. Yes. Last week, not yesterday. What am I talking about? I talked about it last week. The thing is I kind of mentioned it, but unmentioned it in the same time. I mentioned some racism that Kobe was experiencing after his death, you know, from certain people. I kind of mentioned it, but I didn't really put too much heat into it. But today I got fucking time and we're going to talk about it, right? We are going to talk about it. So the first thing I want to talk about is that comedian that basically was mocking Kobe's death and made a, you know, a video post talking about he's gone he's out of here if if you guys didn't hear that that video here's a clip as i know there's always a lot of like hate and pain in the world and it's always a bunch of terrible stories and every once in a while there's a good story good story comes out the guy who got away with rape got his today kobe bryant is a god. I'm here in Charlotte, the home of the team that originally drafted him. Uh, maybe he wouldn't have raped that chicken Denver if he had been if he had stayed in Charlotte with the Hornets. But anyway, the point is, dude, it's like. All right, so you guys heard that stupid ass bullshit, right? He's a god. Maybe if he wouldn't rape that. First of all, that comedian's name is Ari Shepard, Sharon, whatever. I, I I don't even want to learn this this piece of shit's name. The thing is, he got so much backlash for that that he started getting death threats where two comedy venues canceled on him due to those death threats. So shout out to everybody for stopping this motherfucker's money. And he came out saying, backtracking his little racism shit, saying that, hey, you know, I do, you know, when celebrities die, I do some of these, you know, a little shock value type of things and you guys shouldn't take it serious get the fuck up all the way out of here with that dumb shit nah miss me with that 
miss me with that. You, like every other white supremacist out here, were tweeting and making videos talking about that's right, he got what he got, maybe of rape, 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 raping, all this other bullshit. No, get the fuck up out of here. Because if one of us say that about Kurt Cobain, oh great, good thing he's gone. Oh shit, you know what I'm saying? Or one of us is gonna start celebrating all some of these little white icons like Elvis. Oh, good thing that fat motherfucker's gone. Then everybody will be out in outrage, right? Everyone's like, no, don't say that. He had a family, how dare you? No, get the fuck up out of here. Go eat a dick, nah. That's some bullshit. Now, they're stopping his money, so shout out to, uh, to everybody. You know, shout out to everybody for fucking his money up. Shout out to everybody for doing so. Now, this is my thing. This is my thing. Let's focus on the whole rape thing because that's something that everybody's been talking about, mentioning whenever they mention the, the, the accusation and all that other stuff. Let's talk about that for one second, all right? Now, Kobe Bryant went to court and the whole thing got dismissed not because the woman refused to testify that was accusing him it was because her bullshit didn't make no sense her bullshit didn't add up all right let's go into the timeline of events since rape is a big you know big contender in this whole reason why he died Okay, since this is, I'm, I'm actually teaching everybody that's listening to this right now. All right, this is how t that this is how you guys have to curve all the bullshit. All right, so th these are all the facts. All right, the fact that when they took a rape kit, they found multiple semens inside her that not only belonged to Kobe but several other men. That's one fact. The fact that they found the hair follicles in her panties that did not belong to Kobe, but belonged to one of the semens inside her that they found. That's another fact. The fact that she was bragging multiple times to all her friends that she fucked Kobe. And not only that, that she's going to get money out of it and she's going to get new breasts and a koala bear out of the money that she's going to get from suing him or whatever the case is. That's another fact. The fact that she checked into a mental institution and she was under some meds, some crazy ass meds that she was under, that is also a fact. So once you factor all that in, once you factor all of that bullshit in, then you start to say, wait a minute, this, this, this girl was a hoe. This girl was a hoe. She was using um, the situation to actually get some benefits out of an innocent man and just call rape. That's what it is. Once you know those facts, you know how to curve all the other bullshit. The fact that she fucked somebody hours before she smashed Kobe. And when she smashed Kobe, 15 hours later, she smashed somebody else. The fact that she didn't even change her drawers when she go and got the rape kit, you know what I'm saying? And then she lied saying that the reason why there was several other men 
um semen inside of her was because she did change her drawers to some dirty ones get the fuck up out of here let's get the fuck up all the way out of here the prosecution was was like what the fuck we can't make a case out of this are you serious and Kobe even made a statement saying listen I knew it was consensual but I don't think she thought it was consensual apparently not since she's fucking suing me I thought it was consensual so in other words because that woman is saying yes let's smash isn't consensual in her book you know what I'm saying that's what it is that's what it is let's get the fuck up out of here with that rape bullshit you know what I'm saying? Let's get the fuck up all the way out of here with that rape bullshit. That's not fair. That's not fair whatsoever. Because when it comes to a black person, when it comes to a black person and having sexual access to a white woman, every, like Tariq she said, I don't know where he got it from, but I, I'm gonna quote him. Like Tariq she said, every time, every sexual access or every sexual encounter with a white woman from a black man is never considered consensual it's always considered rape because black men are not supposed to have connection or sexual access to white women that's not supposed to be a thing no no no, no, no. you're supposed to be raping these white bitches because white bitches don't have that in their mind to actually find you guys attractive you know what i'm saying so there's uh, something else that also happened during the time that he died that I didn't mention. And here's a clipping. I hope you guys could catch what she, this lady says. Athlete, the kind of star that was perfectly cast on the Los Angeles Lakers, Los Angeles Lakers. Kavita, if I could ask you to stay with us, we're going to go. The, athlete, the kind of star that was perfectly cast on the Los Angeles Lakers, Los Angeles Lakers. Kavita, if I could ask you to stay with us, we're going to go. Like the kind of star that was perfectly cast on the Los Angeles Lakers, Los Angeles Lakers. Kavita, if I could ask you to stay with us, we're gonna go. Now you guys clearly heard what she said. The Los Angeles Niggers, but oh, sorry, the Los Angeles Lakers, and she, you know, everybody was coming at her. Everybody was coming at her, and. This is what her response to that was. Now, of course, the, black, the blacklash was swift on social media. Uh, people were calling for her firing, so she apologized by sending out the following tweet. She said, earlier today, while reporting on the tragic news of Kobe Bryant's passing, I unfortunately started on air combining the names of the Knicks and the Lakers to say Nakers. Please know I did not and would never use a racist term. I apologize for the confusion this caused. Uh, and she put a uh, never in um, capital letters. Now, do you guys really believe that bullshit that she tried to combat, uh, co combine the Knicks with the Lakers? Let's let's be 100% honest, people. Let's be 100% honest. The Knicks got nothing to do with this. The Knicks got nothing to do with this. How the fuck do you combine the Knicks with the... the what really happened was she fucked up that's what really happened she fucked up now this is something i want you guys to understand for one little second there's something what you guys have to understand white supremacists out here have little inside jokes about us they have little inside jokes los angeles niggers 
you know, uh, go back to home to your country and all this other bullshit. They have like little jokes within white supremacist communities, right? And it so happens sometimes those little jokes get interacted with real life and it just slips up. You know what I'm saying? It just slips up. It's not an accident that this happened to her. It's an accident that she actually fucking said it and everybody heard it. That's what the accident was. Oh shit, you guys wasn't supposed to hear that. My fault. This is something, this is something we say amongst ourselves. He 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 he. You know what I'm saying? That's not a fucking accident. She really believes that bullshit. And throughout many years, probably, she was always referring to the Los Angeles Lakers as the Los Angeles niggers this whole time. And that's an inside joke among white supremacists. Let's keep it real. Her PR team came in and say, here's say some bullshit. Nobody believes that. Nobody believes that. And if you guys don't believe me that the Los Angeles niggers is a accident that or a joke that they say amongst each other, why do they also say the same thing for Martin Luther King Day? They call it, they call it Martin Luther Coon. There's a bunch of clips out there that they slip up here, 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 take a look, take just a listen, take a listen. We've had in our area here, outside agitation groups of all levels. We've had Martin Luther Coon, uh, King, pardon me, sir, Martin Luther King. Um, again, I don't believe it's a symbol of racism. I don't believe it's a symbol of slavery. That's my personal view, but how they feel is their business, but it, it would be, it would be ludicrous for me to tell you how they feel. Hey, I get on the street, I see Martin, Martin Luther Coon. Um, I shouldn't say that. Martin Luther King. Mike and Mike in the morning on ESPN Radio, talking football with you on this Martin Luther King Jr. holiday. So glad you chose me to start your day. So we're on great. This is the way it looked out at Martin Luther King Jr. Park. Yeah, I agree. The next couple of days, temperature is going to stay well above normal after a couple of days well below normal. Here's a look at your extended forecast for tomorrow. Sunshine, 60 degrees, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. We're going to see temperatures in the low 60s. Back here at home, a special event will get underway this morning to remember Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s life. That was cool, right? Okay, we're going to the third time. this happened. Back here at home, a special event will get underway this morning to remember Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Exactly, my people. Those are clips throughout time that has been caught on camera through news anchors or people being interviewed, calling the day Martin Luther, instead of Martin Luther King, Martin Luther Coon. First of all, you cannot confuse K with a C. Let's keep it real. You cannot confuse a K with a C. This is an inside joke amongst white supremacists. And I'm glad that they're being called out and they're coming out, slipping up, because now we get to see who they really are. Because this is a joke among themselves and this proves that the Los Angeles niggers was a joke between them. I'm glad that this is coming out. I'm glad that this is coming out because now we get to see who's a white supremacist or not. Let's not get it confused. This is not just a slip up of words. This is not a slip up of syllables. White supremacists are masters at words and how to slip you up. Have you guys ever seen the first 48? Just take a look at that show. When they interrogate people, these white supremacists are masters at words.
They don't do the slip up. They don't do the slip up. This is something that they really feel. This is something that they really feel. Let's keep it real, my people. This is not a slip up. You know what I'm saying? This is not a slip up. And going back to the whole rape thing and all this other stuff, I want you guys to hear a clip of Gail King interviewing, I believe Lisa, Lisa Leslie, I, I, I forgot her name. Yeah, I think it's Lisa Leslie. Interviewing Lisa Leslie. And the thing is, she says something very disrespectful in that interview. Very, very disrespectful in that interview. And people are calling her out as such. And rightfully, rightfully so. So here's a, uh, here's a clip of what people are mad at her about. It's been said that his legacy is complicated because of the sexual assault charge, which was dismissed in 2003, 2004. Is it complicated for you as a woman, as a WNBA player? It's not complicated for me at all. Even if there's a few times that we've been at a club at the same time, Kobe's not the kind of guy, never been like, you know, Lisa, go get that girl or tell her or send her this. Mm -hmm. I have other NBA friends that are like that. Mm -hmm. Kobe's, he, he was never like that. I just never see, have ever seen him being the kind of person that would be, do something to violate a woman or be aggressive in that way. I, that's just not the person that I know. But Lisa, you wouldn't see it though. As his friend, you wouldn't see it. And that's possible. Mm -hmm. I just, it's just, I just don't, I just don't believe that. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying things didn't yeah. happen. Mm -hmm. I just don't believe that things didn't happen with force. Is it even a fair question to talk about it considering he's no longer with us and that it was resolved? Or is it really part of his history? I think that the media should be more respectful um, at this time. It, it's like if you had questions about it, you've had many years to ask him that. I don't think it's something that we should keep hanging over his legacy. I mean, he went to, it went to trial. Yeah, but the case, is, it was dismissed because the victim in the case refused to testify. So it was dismissed. And I think that that's how we should leave it. Now, shout out to Lisa Leslie. Jesus Christ, that sister's tall. Beautiful too, but tall as shit, god damn. But shout out to her because Gail Kim was doing a gotcha. You know what I'm saying? And she got called out rightfully so and she backpedaled saying that, oh, the whole interview wasn't just on that. They just chose to air that part and all this other stuff. Let's be honest, that shouldn't even be a question. That shouldn't even be a question. Who cares? Who cares but what Gail likes to do? Gail likes to do a lot of zaddy worshiping. You know what I'm saying? Her and Oprah, they're pretty much already being, they're, they're being exposed for being a bunch of um, women, especially black women who are worshiping white men, you know, and they're doing the bidding of white men. That's what white supremacy is. That's what white supremacy is. White supremacy takes our women and puts them against us. You, you feel what I'm saying? That's what white supremacy is and does. It happens during the feminist movement. It's been happening ever since now. You know what I'm saying? That's why I always keep on saying that women of color should not 
be no feminists. They should be their own little faction of feminists or whatever the case is, but should not be the faction of white feminists whatsoever because they never included them whatsoever. Okay. I do understand some of the struggles that uh, women of color face, but let's be completely honest. The majority of the struggle is not against men of color. It's all white men. Let's keep it real. That's what it is. But going back to the main topic, Gail was getting a lot of backlash and rightfully so by Snoop Dogg, Boosie and all of them. They were get she was getting a lot of backlash and rightfully so. There was no need for that type of question. And again, I already disproved the whole rape case thing. That whole rape case thing is all bullshit. You feel what I'm saying? It's all bullshit. Has nothing to do with what's happening now. Has nothing to do with that. Has nothing to do with that. And the fact that people like her keep on bringing it up and all that other shit shows that there's an agenda. That's what it shows. There's an agenda at play and they, you know, you know what I'm saying? They, they have to, they have to like, you know, amp the shit up. You know what I'm saying? They have to keep it putting it out there. Keep putting it out there because if you don't know the real issue about Kobe's rape ad, um, allegation and casing all that, according to them, oh, the victim just didn't want to testify. That's it. It's whatever. According to them, when you dig deep, no, well, actually, it's because they found multiple semen inside her. No, 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 no. She just didn't want to testify. Oh, okay. Not because she just didn't. Like, you know, her, her story didn't add up. No, 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 no. She just didn't want to testify. Oh, so you mean to tell me she had a case and the prosecution was going to go forward. Yeah, but she didn't want to testify. So forget about it. Don't question, believe all victims, you know what I'm saying? But yet we can't see that there is a double standard in this bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, get the fuck out of here with that shit. Let's really get the fuck up out of here with that shit. You know what I'm saying? Now let's move on to Trump's impeachment trial joint. You know what I'm saying? Let's move on to that. Now we all know that Trump wasn't going to get impeached. Let's keep it real. Mitch McConnell even said it himself that he wasn't going to do anything to harm the presidential status or whatever the case is. We all know that white supremacists look out for each other. And for those who are a little like, you know, wary, why is he saying white supremacists when he's talking about the president? Because I believe Donald Trump to be a white supremacist due to facts, um, on his history and the things that he's done in this country to shape and strengthen that fact that he is a white supremacist. I'm saying so. He wasn't impeached, which it wasn't a surprise. You know, it, it is what it is. Um, it came and went whatever. But then right after he gave the state of a union address, you know, he did a speech or whatever. Um, you know, Pelosi started, you know, being disrespectful or whatever the case is. I really don't care. But in his address, he said a lot of non factors. He said a lot of things that was not true. For example, he said that we have the, I am the reason for the historic tax cuts. Nobody do it better. I did it. 
It's all me. It's all me. I'm the biggest. The, the tax cuts went biggest until I came into office, which is bullshit. That's not true. Um, according to according to the Treasury um, Department, its own statement states that Trump's tax cuts actually rank eighth largest since the last 100 years, which is, you know, that's what it is based on the Treasury Department's uh, own figures. So everything that Trump was talking about historic tax cuts, that's not true. You know what I'm saying? That's not true. On top of that, he said, we've created 7 million new jobs, which is also not true. And I want to really harp on just this small topic alone. When you talk to a lot of white supremacists and their, and their defense is Trump is not racist because more black people are employed and unemployed. The lowest unemployment numbers are from black Americans is because of Trump, which is a lie. If you guys go all the way back to his election within maybe six months of his election of him going into office, right? Getting into office, they started bringing up this figure that, you know, black unemployment, it's low due to Trump, which is completely bullshit. All right. So I actually got the numbers, um, cause I went to, where did I go to? According to the Bureau of Labor of Statistics, right? Um, those numbers that Trump is uh, talking about actually come in the tail end of Obama's administration. That comes in the tail end, actually February 17, to be exact, February 17, um, the new jobs were 6.7 million, not 7 million, but 6.7 million in 2017 were given and created, but that's accounted during Obama's administration that didn't go. Those new jobs that were created didn't go into effect until, you know, February 17, when Obama was already in office, he implemented these things and it didn't go into effect until then. So we cannot credit Trump for something that he didn't do, you know, because no one can point to a job that Trump actually created. No one, no one. If you're telling me that coal jobs are coming back, I could point to you at many coal miners who are being, you know, unemployed, fired left and right. If you're talking about Trump creating new jobs, why the fuck did GM have to close down and move? This has been, you know, stories coming out ever since his presidential, uh, you know, nominee came in and he took office. This is a fact people. Nobody could point to a job that Donald Trump has created. No one, no one. And the thing is Trump has not put anything into the economy. The economy goes up and down, up and down. Obama's thing economy when he was in office for eight years went up and down too. So this doesn't mean anything. He was giving us a bunch of nothing burgers. Okay. That's what he was doing, giving us a bunch of nothing burgers. Trump cannot account to any job. If anybody got a job 
from Donald Trump. Let me know. How the fuck did you get that? Donald Trump really came down from his golden palace and said, here you go. Here's a job. You know what I'm saying? So let's be, let's be, let's be factual here, people. Let's be factual. I'm showing you guys how to debunk these people's bullshit. This is what I'm showing you guys. How to debunk these people's bullshit. On top of that, he gave the Medal of Honor to Rush Limbaugh. For those who don't know, Rush Limbaugh is a right-wing radio host who has these far-out ideas, who's been in the news because he got advanced lung cancer, which to me, I'm 100% happy about. That motherfucker should be dead. You know what I'm saying? Six feet on the ground. But he made news headlines because of that. And also because he got the Medal of Honor. Now, the thing is, a lot of people are like, this is a very good example onto telling people why Trump is racist. Because for some reason, he gives all this Medal of Honor... Um, all this, uh, less the, um, you know, I'm going to pardon you and all this to a bunch of white supremacists. Remember he did the same thing to that sheriff in Arizona when the judge said it's unconstitutional for you to deport and detain citizens that are Latinos and Latinas in this country. And his response to that was, well, I don't know if they're citizens. He was saying that I'm white and I say so rule, even though they were showing documents. No, they're brown. They need to go down. You know what I'm saying? That's what his shit was. You're brown. You need to go down. And the judge said, if you continue on doing this, I'm going to arrest you. And he said, oh no, the, the, the system of white supremacy is going to protect me. And he continued on doing that. And Paul and Donald Trump said, there's nothing wrong with what I'm seeing. I'm pardon you. Nah, that's crazy. That is crazy. That is crazy. Cause he isn't pardoning a shot of Shakur. He isn't pardoning all these other you know, black Panther members who are still in jail because of political crimes that they just harped on these individuals. He isn't pardoning them, but what he is pardoning is the white supremacists who are out here harming us on a daily basis. You know what I'm saying? So to Rush Limbaugh, he, he said, yo, I don't see nothing wrong with what you're doing. Here's a medal of honor. Here you go. Mind you, Rush Limbaugh is a staunch white supremacist with all these white supremacist views. And if you don't believe me, when I call him a white supremacist, just go on YouTube. There's a bunch of clips of him saying racist wild shit. You know what I'm saying? Just go on YouTube. You'll find it right there. You know what I'm saying? So. Miss me with all that other shit, you know? Now, to another topic that I, uh, you know, 
want to discuss. You know what I'm saying? The Colin Kaepernick statement with Jay-Z sitting down for, you know, for the national anthem and also the halftime show. You know what I'm saying? Now, I saw a lot of people online talking about they need more representation. They need more representation. They need more representation. All right. So first of all, um, before Jay-Z did what he did. Okay. Before Jay-Z did what he did. Everybody was on code to say, to basically go on a whole fucking backlash spree to any artist that will perform on the halftime show, right? Everyone, everyone was on this bullshit. Everybody was saying any, you know, if we find out, uh, so-and-so is going to perform in the halftime show, we're going to, we're going to cancel them. We're going to get at them because we were all on code, right? What happened? What happened? Cardi B comes out and says, I'm not performing on the halftime show. I stand with Cap, and that's good for her. She's staying on code. Shout out to her. She's like, I don't need this shit. I'm I'm staying with Cap. I'm saying I'm going against white supremacy. Cool. You had Travis Scott. Travis Scott was being criticized when he was even considered to be part of the halftime show. He was criticized left and right. And then he said, nah, I'm not doing it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Forget it. I'm not doing it. Right. All right, cool. But he was criticized. Yeah. You shouldn't do it. You shouldn't do it. Then Jay-Z did what he did. Right. Went in there and I disapprove of what Jay-Z did. I disapprove of his message. He was there for a fucking check. That's what he went there for. He didn't go there to calm things down, to go in there and do a chess move. He didn't go in there to ruffle things up and I'm going to change things from the inside. No, that whole thing was a money move for him. That whole thing was a money move. Let's keep it real people. Let's keep it real. Jay-Z hasn't done anything for his community, for Brooklyn, for New York City that hasn't helped him out in the long run and fucked other people down in the long run also. He hasn't helped anybody out. He hasn't stopped gentrification. He's benefiting from it. You know what I'm saying? So what has he done? Everything was a money move. Like miss me with all that pro black bullshit because all of that goes out the window when you receive white money. All of that pro black talkity talk points with you holding the black fist up, black loving, all that shit goes out the window when you receive black money and you fuck the whole movement up. All of that goes out the window. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. So with that being said, with just that being said about Jay-Z, right? With just that being said, now I'm seeing because of the halftime show, J-Lo and Shakira are performing. 
because let's keep it real. They're not about movement either. You know what I'm saying? JLo has some questionable shit in her past talking about, I don't want mixed babies and all that other bullshit. She was a little racist her damn self. So miss me with all that. She's just there for a bag. So it's whatever, you know, she could, she could, you know, she could coon it up. You know what I mean? She, she likes to pass for white. You know what I'm saying? Shakira, on the other hand, I really don't know what her stilo is, but whatever, you know, she's there for a bag too. But the thing is, everybody was saying is, we need more representation. What happened to the black people there? Stop, miss me. No, stop that. Stop it. All of that shit just went out the window when Jay-Z did what he did. When Jay-Z did what he did, everybody that disagreed with it, stayed out of it say okay so whoever wants to be there whoever wants to support the nfl do your thing don't be surprised when you don't get what you want we're over here we're still protesting i ha i haven't seen the nfl i don't want to see the nfl i don't I haven't seen none of the games fuck that Callan carpenter hasn't a uh, uh, cap hasn't gotten his uh his his job back for what why would i go see uh a million dollar slave. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I'm good on that. I'm good on that. So that whole representation shit that goes out the window when Jay-Z did what he did. Miss me with that. I don't want to hear it. You know what I'm saying? Jay-Z fucked it up for everybody because he was out for the bag. So we should not be over here. Um, caping for people who talk like us, who think like us, who has our same skin color, who went through the same struggle when they receive white money to fuck us up. Miss me with all of that bullshit. I'm extremely, 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 extremely pissed off at Jay-Z. Yes, I like his music. Yes, we se should separate the man from the art, of course. But when he did what he did, all of that pro-black shit goes out the window. You're a sellout. You're a fake. I don't want to hear it anymore. You know what I'm saying? You miss me with all that bullshit. I don't want to hear it. Because I've always said this. I've always said that. Many other people said the same thing. You can tell who's real about their shit. Who's real about, you know, talking pro-black, who's real about talking about white supremacy when there are white people in the room. If you keep that same energy, when white people are around, all right, you're real. All right, you're real. Because for the most part, every time we talk like this amongst each other, you know what I'm saying? We talk like this amongst each other when there's white folks. Oh, we shut up. We're like, nah, well, you, you know, you know, Miss Mary, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, you know, sometimes I know they be thinking like that, not me. You know what I'm saying? Now let's keep it real. We got to keep that same energy when we're around white folks. We're too scared to make them feel uncomfortable. Nah, get the fuck out of here. What Jay-Z said? What Jay-Z said? We're past kneeling, right? We're past kneeling, right? That's what Jay-Z said, right? We are past kneeling. Guess what? Colin Kaepernick said the same thing when he saw that photo. He said, what the fuck? Weren't we past kneeling? What's going on here? What's going on here? I thought we were past kneeling. You know what I'm saying? And that's 100% true. And then Jay-Z comes out with a response because he was being interviewed. And he said, no, that he was, he was looking and he was a... Uh, 
he was uh you know um talking to beyonce his wife and all that people came out and then i got a text message hey you just sat down for the national anthem oh i didn't oh i, oh, I didn't know oh I'm, oh i'm sorry i didn't know man are you fucking kidding me are you serious are you fucking serious nah miss me with that bullshit miss me with that no you want to stand up when you want to stand up and sit down when you want to sit down what and you didn't know that you there was a national anthem and you were sitting down stop it stop it he's trying to save face you cannot be part of the movement while you're still getting white money no get the fuck up out of here with that shit. i don't support that i don't support that whatsoever jay-z because of that should have gone been canceled you know what i'm saying he should been done get canceled i'm done with that shit. no nah so those, those are my thoughts on that those are my thoughts on that those are my thoughts on that that whole thing that whole thing i'm not feeling i'm not feeling that and on top of that it became a little political because of the halftime show because there were some kids in cages and all that other stuff it was illuminated and then um j-lo it, it looks like an american flag she got a fleece on that looks like an american flag and when you hold it open it's a puerto rican flag listen whatever you guys want to think about that that's on you guys but listen j-lo if she was really if she really thought if she really cared about them kids in cages about puerto rico the fact that trump is not even giving aid to puerto rico an american nation by the way american territory by the way and he isn't doing that because it's a brown country let's keep it real and she thought she was trying to make a statement and she really cared if she really cared about that she wouldn't have never done that whole super bowl shit well, she would have wrote a check that's what she should have done she would should have wrote a check i don't know if she did but if she did that's all you need to do make a statement your platform is way bigger than anybody else's make a statement hey i turned on the super bowl because there's bigger things that we got to worry about because of puerto rico and this and this and this and this and this miss me with all that i don't want to hear it i don't want to hear it you know what i'm saying and we gotta be we gotta be on code out here we gotta start canceling these people that aren't for our best interest that's what we gotta do we gotta cancel these people that aren't for our best interest that's what we gotta do and we gotta continue on doing that because that's the only way they'll learn you know what i'm saying take their money away you know what i'm saying once they do that once we do that it's over you know what i'm saying all right so going to my main topic now for black history month oh shit black history month we finally made it oh my god you know it's been a struggle you know next february you know we're finding february and all that you know shout out to all my black listeners shout out to you guys you know what i mean all that but there's two things about black history month that i want to focus on usually in school and everywhere else black history month is always relegated to look at what some of the slaves did once they got their freedom look at what some of the the people did when they were enslaved you know what i'm saying i don't want to i don't want to focus on all that right 
I don't want to focus on inventions. I don't want to focus on anything that happened that, okay, an invention happened, but not, none of those benefits from that invention trickle down to black empowerment. I don't want to focus on that. What I want to focus on is the times when black folks, black people rose up and took matters into their own hands. And I also want to speak about when black people actually put their money together and started making a middle class black community. A lot of people don't know that. A lot of people don't know that. Now let's talk about the Haitian revolution first. Let's talk about that. The Haitian revolution. Now in, in Haiti, there was a revolution against the French people with John Jacques Dessalines, um, bookman, mind you, this was all years and years and years that kind of led up to everything, right? There was a lot of fighting or whatever. But 1804, that's when the Haitian Revolution actually got, you know, their independence and all that, right? But what the Haitians did was something very, 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 very um, smart. What they started to do in their revolution, first they started to take out their coons. They started to take out their people that will, you know, snitch them out. They will take out the people that wasn't for empowerment. They would take out all the collaborators. That's who they would take out first. They took out all the coons first. All the Haitian coons, that's who they took out first. After they did that, that's when they started poisoning their slave masters, killing them, lynching them. And mind you, this was a revolution to get empowerment and freedom and freedom. All right. This is something we have to understand. We have to understand that the Haitians were suppressed so much that they said, hell fucking no, we are not going to do this shit and we're not going to allow anybody else to do this shit. So they fought back and they won. They beat Napoleon, Napoleon's armies and won every single last one of them. Shout out to the Haitians. Because the Haitians, after they, mind you, a lot of people like to talk about that the Haitians killed all white people, it was a genocide, it was a massacre. That's not true. That's not true. They killed the white people that was for enslavement. They basically killed the white supremacists. That's what they did. They killed the white supremacists. And the fact that they would do little rituals in the middle of the swamp filled with alligators and all that, you know, spiritual rituals that come from Africa. That's part of the Dominican culture. Also, you know, they call it Santeria, Haiti, Haitians call it vo voodoo, you know what I'm saying? And then we'll make these rituals to, to get in tapped with the spirits and the spiritual system of that. So they could feel more empowered and say, listen, I not only are we an army, but we are army with our ancestors. That's a powerful, powerful, powerful thing. That's extremely powerful, extremely powerful. And the fact that they won, 
goes for for what they were believing in. They were like, we're not losing this shit. Trust me, we're not losing this shit. You know what I'm saying? And when the Haitian revolution happened, they made sure they freed a lot of Latin American countries also. Ecuador was one of them. Ecuador was one of them. And what they, what the Haitian, Haitian said, any free black person that can escape enslavement and travel to Haiti, you will be a free black man or woman. You will be a free black person. We'll protect you. It became an all black nation. Shout out to them. Shout out to them. They even went to the Dominican side and started to do the same thing. Free everybody up in there. The only people that they slaughtered was the Dominicans who were for enslavements, the coons, and all the, the collaborators. All of them. They killed their young. They killed their babies. They killed all the women and, and, the, and the men who were for enslavement. All the other people, all the, the other Dominicans who weren't for enslavement, they were cool. And yes, the Haitians wanted the Dominicans to get away from speaking Spanish. Why? Because that's uh, not that that language is not a natural language for Dominicans. It's not. Spanish is not a natural language in that island. It's not a natural language in South America, in Central America. It's a European language. Spanish is a European language. And when I talk to a lot of these Dominican coons who point out saying, well, the Haitians forced Dominicans not to speak Spanish. What the fuck? Is that something bad? So you mean to tell me you're mad that they were trying to empower you? You fucking coon. Are you serious? Nah, shout out to the Haitians. Call me a Haitian all you want. I see that as empowerment. Truth be told, I see that shit as empowerment. I'm not gonna get into the aftermaths of it, of it, but because this is for Black History Month, you know what I'm saying? This is for Black History Month, so I'm just gonna focus on the positive attributes of these two things. You feel what I'm saying? But shout out to the Haitians. They freed a lot of Latin American countries from colonial rule and slavery. Shout out to the Haitians. They freed a lot of Dominicans from the Spanish and they were trying to get them out, stay away from speaking Spanish. Shout out to them. Shout out to them because Spanish is not a natural language for Dominicans or anywhere in Latin America. It's not, it's not. And that's something that we gotta be, uh, you know, aware of. That's something we gotta be aware of. Also, one little thing. A lot of people don't consider Haitians Latin people. I do. Because the fact that if we could consider Brazil part of Latin America, then we could, should consider Haitians part of Latin America also, regardless if they speak another language. You know what I'm saying? Regardless that they speak another language, I think there's another country in Latin America called um, Guyana or Guyana or whatever I think it was, or something like that. But they're not 
they're considered black. You know what I'm saying? I believe they're part of Latin America also. That's just a little side note. You know what I'm saying? That's a little side note. Now, going back to now, you know, my second thing from the Haitian Revolution, shout out to them, and Seneca Village. Now, what is Seneca Village? All right, so in New York City, right? Everybody knows New York City. If you, people from outside New York City, um, if you don't know, then I don't know what y'all, what y'all doing. Y'all should really come, you know, explore the city, you know, see a new uh, environment. But when you come and or whenever you Google New York City or the map of New York City, there's a huge, huge, huge square or rectangle, however you want to, you know, classify it, part in the middle of the city. And it's called Central Park. That huge, huge part is actually man-made. Mind you, it's man-made. It got lakes and shit, trees all over. It's man-made. The reason why it's man-made is because the city, the main person, I forgot the guy's name, went to France and he enjoyed walks around the park in the middle of the city large large parts of park large piece of land in the middle of the city and he wanted to incorporate that same beauty of nature in the middle of a metropolis type of city in new york city so he said okay i want to build a park now this is the thing before all of that before all of that manhattan was mostly relegated to the Lower East Side, meaning from the lowest point of Manhattan to I'll say, all, I'm gonna say from, from the lowest part of Manhattan to maybe Soho. That was all relegated and all taken, that was all taken because the reason why a lot of, uh, that was all taken already, a lot of uh, large parts of land was taken buildings were all over the place the reason why is because that was the main entrance point for the ships slaves would be you know auctioned off there gangs will be running around if you guys go to the movie gangs of new york you guys will see large parts of old new york how it was so there was a lot of business there because a lot of ships and shipments will come through it you know what i'm saying the main part, the north, northern part of Manhattan wasn't occupied yet. What a lot of freed black men did, or black people did, was make parts of those land occupied. They actually made houses. They actually built houses and gave them and bought land. They bought themselves land. They bought themselves a lot of things that said, okay, I own this. You know what I'm saying? I own this. And in a very few short years, those people who were there and they built a community became very wealthy. They were actually the middle class of black society at that time, believe it or not. How do we know this? It's because if you go to Central Park now and you dig up some of their, um, you know, not remains, but some of the, what well, the house remains that were, uh, you know, like, um, 
you know dropped in or bulldozed or whatever the case is when you dig it up you will find fine china you will find pottery and plates and and um silverware and garments that were only able these people were only able to get if they had a lot a big status or a lot of money now there was a lot of pe black people that was a black community that was a black community that Seneca village was a black community that was made by um middle class black people that they own land shout out to them shout out to them later on a, a bunch of white folks started to move into it because it was upscaled enough because of black folks that they said you know what let's move into it and there was some pockets some not a lot but some pockets of white people that were living there who are also middle class inside seneca village what ended up ha happening was again like i said in the beginning the guy went to france wanted to park and all the other stuff what the strategy to take those people out of their homes what they ended up doing they ended up recre not recreating but what they ended up relabeling the people in that community what have i told you guys time and time again when you want to justify your action that's unjustifiable you have to relabel the people in that system as a reason to justify your actions for example the reason why they say the reason why black people get shot all the time all oh, because of black and black crime wait but what does that have to do with a police shooting a black person with his hands up no no no, no it's because of black and black crime we they don't respect themselves so we shouldn't respect them oh okay that's just oh, okay all right all right all right during slavery oh why are you ripping families apart no 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 they, they don't feel empathy what no yeah yeah black folks you didn't know that yeah black folks don't feel empathy so we have to so it's okay if we rip them apart you're justifying your action you're giving a bullshit excuse to justify your action so what ended up happening was these people would relabel the people in that town from Seneca village they started to call it a shanty town now back in those days a shanty town what it really meant was a town that was impoverished a town that was beat up a town with undesirables when you actually looked at some tax records you actually look at some you know uh records and documents by that time because even white people are telling saying this if you guys actually look at that stuff you will see that there's nothing impoverished about that community whatsoever everybody up in that community was bawling out of control there were certain people with multiple horses multiple horses mind you a horse will cost a little bit more than a slave at that time and this all black community had multiple horses let that sink in for a second let that sink in there, there's records showing that one of the 
the people living in that in in Seneca Village, Seneca uh, Town Village, they they actually bought one of the first cars that were out on the market or whatever. You know what I'm saying? This is this is documented. This is documented. Middle class, um, you know, town, middle class village, middle class. So what they ended up doing was they ended up relabeling that place saying that it's undesirable. So they kept uh, what they did was putting on newspaper ads. Don't go up there. You'll get robbed. Don't go up there. Those people are violent. Don't go up there. You don't want to, you don't want to experience what other people experience up there. So they went to newspapers and started putting bullshit stories out just like you find here. Just like you find here. Oh shit. MS 13 cut 37 people's heads off. Oh shit. We got to really control the border. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God. Mexicans are coming in here on the boatloads, taking all our jobs. And when you really go and find out what jobs are they taking? Because I work at it. I don't see no jobs being taken by immigrants. Oh no. They the, the construction job. Oh, the construction job. You pass a construction site. Oh, uh, who's here? That's illegal. Nobody raises their hands because that's not true. You know what I'm saying? That's not true. Let's keep it real people. Let's keep it real. None of this shit is true. They got to relabel the people to justify their actions. So that's what we see here. So they started putting these ads out, these ads. You know, these ads, boom, 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 boom. These ads are coming out, coming out, coming out to the point where the city said, all right, let's start buying people out. And some of these people were being bought out. Some of the people said, no, hell no, we're not doing this until the city started buying up the land. And then from there, you guys already know, you know what I'm saying? You guys go to central park. Now again, I don't want to get into the aftermaths of certain things that I'm talking about is because I want to just focus on the empowerment. You know what I'm saying? But if you go, guys go to Central Park now, you guys will see a plaque on certain parts of Central Park that's paying homage to Seneca Village. You know what I'm saying? Which they relabel a shanty town. But this goes to show when black folks got on code and got their money together, the beautiful, beautiful, beautiful things that occurred, the beautiful things that happened. You know what I'm saying? This shows that Black people, this goes against the stereotypes, by the way, this goes against the stereotypes that black people are lazy. They can't do right. All their communities are fucked up. They just, you know, what happened to the single black mothers? How come their, 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 their families aren't intact? You know what I'm saying? This goes against all those stereotypes. This goes against all those stereotypes. Isn't that interesting? You know what I'm saying? Isn't that interesting? But I just wanted to just show that th this was a thing for black history month. This was a thing. This was a thing that black folks actually did. Black folks actually got this shit together and went against stereotypes because that's the whole thing of everything. Because when a stereotype, when you talk to some of these white supremacists, they like to bring up a bunch of stereotypes that talk about like, like, you know, you guys heard me with, with that. Some people call it a debate that debate with Dominican Renaissance. A lot of people heard me, you know what I'm saying? He was giving me the same stereotypes. Well, you know, they commit more crime, you know, hip hop music and all this other bullshit, you know what I'm saying? So 
this is going against the stereotypes against it you could just point out history well that's not true mr white supremacist sir because black people were all this shit was intact until you came and blew it up out the sky well that's not true mr white supremacist sir it's because of you you came and bulldozed my people's homes you know what i'm saying so we have to put everything in context and learn history this is why I do what I do. We have to learn history. We got to put everything intact and learn history. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, this black history month episode. I hope you guys enjoy everything that I'm bringing out to the table that I'm giving you guys. I hope you guys enjoy everything like that. Remember I do live streams every Saturday, every Saturday on my YouTube channel on content that I don't put on the podcast. So please go to my YouTube channel and subscribe, 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 subscribe. You know what I'm saying? Also, when I announce every Saturday, when I'm gonna put a live stream up, I always put it on social media first. You know what I mean? So just remember, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Hit me up on social media. Also at radical underscore Latino underscore. That's for Twitter and Instagram also. And if you guys want to support me, Support my message, support empowerment and Latin unity. Cash at me at dollar sign Radical Latino or go to my website, RadicalLatino.com forward slash donate. I hope everybody has a good week and enjoyed my episode. And I'm going to catch everybody next week. All right. Peace.